Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Diversity in Fellowship. We're uh, glad that you are hanging with us today and listening. Um, yesterday, Pastor Kenny, yesterday when this episode drops uh, on Tuesday, yes, that the day before that would be Columbus Day. My favorite holiday. Pastor Kenny's favorite holiday. And yes. so instead of um, letting Pastor Kenny give us all the reasons why he does not like Columbus Day— <laughs> If you if you are curious as to what I'm talking about, you can go back and actually listen and listen to that in the in uh, last season's episode on Columbus Day. We're gonna we're gonna do a little bit different, right? We're gonna try to do a little bit something different. Yesterday was also Indigenous People Day. Yes, right, Pastor Kenny. Right, uh, to celebrate those who were here before. Uh, we came American or well Europeans, right? Right, um, and so. One of the things that Columbus Day kind of positively highlights is just kind of the spirit of exploration, right? Right. Growth, learning, teaching. Uh, some of it would, was even even the idea of mission, right? Yeah. I mean, taking taking Christianity, taking uh, the gospel to other places, and uh, and so we we see that we want to celebrate that, but we also realize, even as we've talked about before, that there was some pretty serious mistakes in how that was handled and what. Um, what took place, one of the biggest and largest being just the whole idea of colonialism uh, in general. We're going to drive out these people, or either they either they live like we want them to live, or we're going to take their land, right? Yes. We're going to drive them out, right. you know? And so uh, so today we want to kind of explore some of these topics really and really kind of dig in on the whole kind of missions idea of it and kind of how we can do that wrong and how we do that right, uh, diversity and missions, all those kinds of things. And so... So, Kenny, what kind of what kind of drew you to this topic? What made you wanted to kind of talk about the, uh, outside of trying to redeem at least some portion of Columbus Day? <laughs> what else made you want to kind of talk about this? So, uh, because today? because I love Columbus Day so much. Wait a minute! You know, I'm very much aware of when it's coming up on the calendar. Mm, so yes. I, when when I see Columbus Day show up on the calendar, it's I'm already thinking about. How can I dump on Columbus? Wow. wow. For Columbus Day. Yes. But then, you know, because we talk about leading with grace, right? That is true. Talking about leading with grace and and being nuanced. Everything is not as black and white as we try to make it out to be. I I started to think about, you know, there are some redeemable qualities even in Columbus. Right. Like that, like we were, you just said, this, that spirit of exploration, that desire to go places that no one else had been. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Apostle Paul talks about it. He wanted to go to what would be Spain because there was no work, you know, being done there yet. Right. And so that that spirit is, is a good spirit to have for us who, are, who have been called to make disciples of all nations. 
And what that, what what that made me think of though was my can I, trip. Can I interrupt you right yes. there? Yes, it actually makes me think of the beginning of the Star Trek, right? <laughs> to boldly go. Yes. Where no man has gone before. That is, that is good, man. Did you like that? Yes. I, right? I, I love I'm that. not a big Trekkie guy. I'm not, but I love but that But I do remember intro. the boldly go where no man has gone. Man, that is right, right? Okay, that was totally So worthless. we should but. definitely have that um, Columbus, um, Star Trekian. Oh, you wow. say that, yes, right? That's, that's, that's that same good. spirit that they had. Leif Erikson Day is a couple of days before Columbus Day. Mm-hmm. So that same spirit that they had of trying to discover new places, new new nations to share the gospel with. Um, It made me think about also my um, trip to Mexico, my mission trip to Mexico. I talked about it uh, recently in Mm -hmm. a previous episode. But what happened in Mexico was (laughs) it was the closest I felt to being a celebrity ever. Kenny, you are a celebrity. Right. I know. I I figured, you know, that that I I had become famous outside of the United States. Mm, Uh, But what was happening, everybody wanted to take a picture with me. Right. Like everybody sure. in Mexico that I came in touch to wanted to take Did a picture. Did they all think you're like a famous basketball player? I thought that's what it was. From the NBA. I thought right. they thought I was a basketball player or mm. uh, a rapper or artist rapper. of some sort. Yes. And I was like, no, I'm not that right. tall, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm taller than you, right? No, but I'm I mean, not that tall, tall enough to be right. like a point guard. Yeah, maybe, maybe a point guard, a short, a short point guard in the yes. NBA. Yes. But then I, I asked the guy who was um, who kind of sponsored us on the mission trip, and he said they haven't seen many black people mm-hmm. in their life. Right. Like, they had not seen mm-hmm. many black people in their life. And so it was like, for me, it was one of those situations to where, why is that? Mm. Why hadn't they seen many black people in their lives? Right. And it made me think about, okay, how many black churches are actually sending missionaries on the mission field? Okay. That's what it actually made me wonder. Hmm. And so a- as I thought about that this week, I actually pulled up um, how many people even in the SBC, which we're a part of, mm-hmm. are African-American on the mission field. Right. And in 2019, it was like 1%. Like 1% okay. of our missionaries on the mission field were African-Americans. And, and I think even it's it may be not just the SBC, but throughout all kind of denominations within the United States, it's really like 1% or less of the missionaries, like all American missionaries are African-American. Mm. And so I wanted to talk about why is there this this lack of diversity um, from the United States to other nations when it comes to the mission field. Right. And so, brother, what what would be some of the reasons for this lack of diversity on the mission field? Well, I mean, I think some of it is what we just talked I mean, some of it is why you hate Columbus Day. Yes, very right? much so. I mean, just the, the history of injustice there. Right? right. So Columbus comes and wipes out, you know, I mean, there becomes this kind of wiping out of the people, the indigenous right. people that were here. Intentionally, unintentionally bringing right. diseases, mm-hmm. sometimes just straight up murder, stuff like that. Right. Right. And so there, there's just that kind of thing. And then, and then you, I mean, you, you also have, whereas, you know, some white people will, will kind of look at the American history with kind of this awe and it was so wonderful and it was so great. That is not the, <laughs> yes. that is not the case in the, in the African-American culture, right? Because, you know, uh, soonly or soon after that, soonly is not a word. Soon after that, 
Um, I mean, you have slavery established, right? And so yeah. all of that is very, obviously, very negative, very, you know, so this idea of exploration and going to other countries, and I, I think some of that, you know, is there. Uh, and, and then plus you have this kind of history of kind of white missionaries going, you know, not necessarily going and doing what Columbus did, but going to these other places and essentially um, being guilty of doing colo- uh, colonialization, right? right? I mean, going and, and saying, not only are we bringing you Christianity, right, but we're bringing our white culture, our European culture, our American culture, yeah. and we really want you to kind of give up your culture yeah. and follow, in order to follow Christ. And, and kind of so, make that, making that connection with Indigenous People Day. It's the kill the Indian, save the man. That was actually right. a mantra of missionaries to Native Americans. Right. And that's, I mean, that's the the idea of colonialism is we're, we're not just coming to share the gospel. We're coming right. to convert you to look like us and not necessarily yeah. look like Christ. Right. So I think that there's just that history there uh, is discouraging for minorities, uh, particularly African Americans in America, when it comes to missions. Yes. What else would you What else would you say is maybe a reason for a lack of diversity there? Yeah, I would say in minority communities um, in the United States, where they they experience some of those injustices when we're talking about slavery and uh, Jim Crow and the discrimination that leads to uh, other issues. Uh, minority churches tend to have the view of why will I go why would I go to other countries and and deal with some of those issues and and share the gospel when I have a community where I am right now that's facing some of those same issues Mm -hmm. and these people need the gospel as well as well Mm -hmm. so it's I I remember talking to a brother uh, a, a black brother before I went to Mexico and and he was asking me that very question. It's like, mm. why would you spend all this money yeah. <laughs> to go to another country uh, to to do mission work when you could be doing that same work in your community that's mm. suffering in, in similar ways? Right. And so the, the focus of most minority churches is going to be, is t- it's going to be tend to gear towards, okay, I got plenty of opportunities to do these things in my community mm-hmm. versus having to hop a plane and spend thousands of dollars to go to another country to do the same thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that just highlights another I mean one of the I mean one issue could be too just finances and, and a right. lack of opportunity. I mean those those kinds of things are all uh, you know, reasons why. Uh, I mean one of the things we talked about too and, and the the reason why White churches aren't affected by some of that. I mean, I think we have to be honest and just say it's because we don't we don't see that in America. Yes, right. We think everybody in America is doing great and everything's going wonderful and everything's and 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 we have to acknowledge, right? We are blessed in this country. Oh yes, right. Even oh, yeah. the even some of the most difficult places in uh, America are. Um, it's it's hard to compare them to some of the more difficult places in other places in other right, countries right. in other yeah. parts of the world but but still I, I mean there is kind of this hey we've got everything everything's taken care of here so let's right. let's get on a plane let's pay thousands of dollars let's go fly to a third world country that's where missions needs to happen yes right that's um and i mean just frankly because all some of these un- injustice issues and they're just not on our radar right. right i mean we're not thinking about those things and so 
Um, so yeah, I think I think all of that kind of leads to a struggle of right, uh, or right. at least a, a less, you know. So then the obvious question then becomes, okay, what do we do about that? How can how can we improve? Um, how can we become more diverse in our uh, sending of missionaries from America? Yeah, so I think, you know, first of all, for the majority culture, I would say that you need to acknowledge that, that history of colonialism mm. and realize how that's going to affect the way you are viewed in, in places that were formerly colonized. Right. So when when you have a a mission team that's composed of nothing but Caucasians, right, right and they step foot into Africa, mm-hmm. um, you you have to realize that that may be viewed a certain way, mm-hmm. because that continent, for mm-hmm. the most part, was colonized by Europeans, right, and so. When you go to places like India, same thing you're going to be viewed a certain way and not just you being viewed a certain way, but because your ancestors had a certain view, Mm. like you may be carrying that view with you. Right. Like this, uh, colonialism paternalistic view of, we have all the solutions. We, we're kind of this white, this white savior mentality, right? Right. Yeah. We're coming in with all the, with all the solutions. And if they, just become more like us mm-hmm. then they'll be okay mm. and so we have to acknowledge okay like what columbus did was wrong people like mm-hmm. columbus did was wrong uh what missionaries did was wrong with slogans like kill the indian save the man and fight against that mm-hmm. we have to fight against that mentality and and realize that Okay, we we may be viewed a certain way if we show up in in that monolithic European way. Mm, yeah, like, how can we kind of resolve some of that issue, though, brother? Yeah, we well, we need to work for diversity. Yes. among our missionaries, right? right? And obviously, it's like, well, you know, duh, you know, I mean, yeah. that's kind of the <laughs> you know, the obvious answer. But you know, you know, how to, obvi- the difficulty is, well, how do you do that? And, right. You know, one of the things is. Um, you know, we were talking earlier about the Kingdom Diversity Initiative uh, at Southeastern Seminary, you know, where they're trying to do things, trying to make opportunities. Um, I, I think one of those is going to be even financial, right? I mean, right. trying to trying to provide scholarships and um, um, education, education, right. you know, um, all, all these kinds of things that can happen so that uh, minorities can. Uh, can kind of catch that vision, want to go, want to be involved, be excited about being involved, uh, and it means that 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 maybe some of the majority culture is going to have to make some sacrifices. Right, right. Um, we, some of the majority culture say, I'm not going to go. Yes, but I'm going to use my finances and my resources to free up this brother to go, so that yes. we can be more diverse in right in what we're doing and in, in, in our approach. And so I I think yeah, I mean we have to and there's you know there's obviously there's many, many different ways that we could talk about how to fight for that. But those are just a couple of, we, we, we have to do, we have to work for uh, diversity in our sending agencies, right? Yeah. Uh, diversity. For us, like when we talk about the Southern Baptist Convention, the SBC, um, 
you know, we, we want the IMB to be the International Mission Board to be comprised of, we want to be sending out missionaries from majority culture, minority culture, right, um, all, all, all different uh, ethnicities, you know, that we can, that are, that are represented in our churches. Um, I mean, what a, again, it's, you, you capture that beauty of the church going out to, you know, to, to share the gospel with others and, and being diverse and looking different, but being, but being together in Christ, you know, yeah. being, being unified in Christ. So, uh, what else, brother, what else would you say to the majority culture right. as a way to try to help? Yeah, I'm going to pick. I'm going to add a little bit to what you're saying. It's like w- when you have this diversity among missionaries, it fights against that that view, especially in the black community. That I mean, I, I'm I'm I deal with it when I'm talking to black brothers and sisters a lot. Is that Christianity is a white man's religion? Mm. So if you show up and your mission team is diverse, it kind of goes against this view, right? That Christianity mm-hmm. is the white man's religion. Mm. And so fighting for diversity, doing things like supporting the Kingdom Diversity Initiative is going to to help when it comes to sharing the gospel with different groups, which is what we all should should desire to do, right? Right. Um, yeah. So a- another thing that we can do to improve it is to the majority culture should help minorities fight the injustice and, and inequalities in their communities so that they can feel freed up to mm. go and serve right. in other areas. Yep. So minorities are saying that the reason why I'm not going on global missions is because um, I'm focused on what's going on in my community well mm-hmm. say okay i'm going to lock horns with you to to um, focus on <laughs> what's going on in your community so that you can go yeah yeah a- and and do global missions so majority culture needs to lock arms with the minority culture which leads to kind of what you know the minority culture can do in order to uh, foster that diversity in mm-hmm. our missions and so yeah you know Again, leading with grace with Columbus, there is a a good part of having that that spirit of exploration of of going on mission. Like mm-hmm. I want to reach people that are unreached. Right. That's a good part. And so mm-hmm. the minority communities need to have that same, like that same drive. Mm-hmm. Like and and realize that it's not really. Um, it's not really just a responsibility of the majority culture to go reach people for Christ. Mm. Like mm. we, we talked about this um, in, in season one, how George Lightley is the first mm-hmm. was the first missionary right. from America, mm-hmm. not the first black missionary from America. He's the first missionary mm-hmm. uh, from America. And so we, um, we need to realize that there's a history of, of African Americans going on mission mm. in this country. Yeah. And think about like George Lyley's condition. Right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. He was a slave, yeah. right? <laughs> he was oppressed, right? Mm-hmm. He was a slave who got his freedom and then committed himself to go share Christ um mm. with another nation. Right. And we need to realize just like George Lyley did that there's a kinship between he, him and these other places, mm. right? They're like, okay, we say in the minority community we're oppressed. Mm. Well, some of these places in Africa, India, 
in Asia, they feel the same thing. Right. Like we're oppressed. There's been sis- systemic issues that have led to us being depressed, whether it's the caste system, whether it's mm-hmm. um, colonization, all these other things. Mm-hmm. They have the same history of oppression that we claim to have. And there's a kinship there. And so we should want to um, go share the gospel with these people if we if we truly believe that Jesus can can transform our hearts, but he can also transform these conditions, right? Amen. Our, our, our contentment within these conditions. Amen. What else would you say uh, in regards to the minority culture? Well, you, you know, your hope is is that they would take advantage of oppor- these opportunities that are, you know, being offered. Yes. Um, it, it is a, it is a, it's a situation where I think as a majority culture, we're asking the minority culture to lead with grace. Right. With us, right? Yes. We want, we want to help. Right. We recognize that the history is ugly and, and, um, man, I wish I could say the history in the church is not ugly, but <laughs> the history in the church is ugly, right? Yes. I mean, a lot of it, our partnerships in the past have been, um, well, to some degree, non-existent at times. And so, um, so we're asking for grace. We're asking, you know, that you can lead with grace on that. And, but like you said earlier, don't, don't let that history keep, keep us from moving forward together. Yes. You know, don't let that history keep you from saying, Hey, you know what? They are really trying to to be more diverse, and so, uh, man, I want I want to I want to take advantage of that. I mean, I want to I want to use that. I want to do that. I'm gonna get education. I'm gonna get educated. You know, whatever. Or I'm you know I'm gonna go on this trip. You know, that's being paid for by this group or whatever. And so I I think I think, you know, I guess my hope I would want to say, please join with us. Yes. And I would say this way. Tell us where we're wrong. Right. <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like not in an arrogant whatever, like let me tell you, but like you know we need correction in places where we we maybe we have blind spots. You yes. know? Um and so help help us to see those, help us to understand that. I I think that's important. Um and so yeah, I would want to encourage um encourage uh, minority the minority culture to take advantage of that. What what about you, brother? What else would you say is m- maybe some ways to help fix this issue. Yeah, I would say for for the minority culture to, you know, the community I am, the black community, realize that it's not an either or proposition here. Mm. It's it's never been an either or with the Great Commission. Right. Like like Jesus said, uh, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. in all Judea and Samaria, and to the very ends of the earth, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's not an either-or thing. We should be working to reach people here, near, and far. So we can we can work on the injustices, the inequalities, the lack of faith in our communities, while also going mm-hmm. on on global missions. Um, right. And we have to realize, like, that, we're not necessarily our communities are not the only thing that's going on in the world. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we can't have this sort of self-centered um, right. ideology where I'm not going to worry about the things that are going on in other communities and other parts of the world mm-hmm. because there's so much going on in my community. Right. Um, I think when, like for me, when when I've gone on mission trips, whether it's in the United States or or outside of the United States, what I've realized is is that I'm more grateful for even the the things that are going on in my, in my community that may mm. seem bad, yeah, 
because now I have a different perspective. Yeah, it definitely changes like, your perspective. Yeah. You go mm. to an inner city, even in the United States, and you see some of the conditions and you realize, okay, even my conditions in the same part of the United States that I thought were bad mm. are not that bad. Right. You mm. go to Mexico and some of the, the, the you know, poor, poor neighborhoods in Mexico and you're like, it is not this bad mm. where I am, even though I considered it bad before I went. Right. Right. And I'm pretty sure you go to places in Africa, India, across the world, it will give you a proper perspective and it will help you be more content and grateful in the Lord, which mm. will, I mean, it, it will increase your praise of the Lord. Mm. Like the Great Commission is for all of us, as, as I said earlier. Mm. And we have to look at the early church for the minority community to realize that the early church was very oppressed. Mm. Not just by, right. not just by the government, but they're oppressed by the the Jewish leaders at the time. Mm-hmm. And but they were still on mission. So b- being oppressed is not necessarily a a get out of evangelism card. Right. A reason to p- kind of pause the mission. Let's right. put the mission on pause and handle this first. It's like no, you do both and. No, you can do both. We mm-hmm. we have enough people. We we. We even have enough resources, right, to where we can focus on uh, reaching people here, near, and far. That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right, brother, what's our um, diversity and fellowship resource for this week? We mentioned it earlier, but kind of give some some guys some thoughts on that. Yes. uh, The resource is the Kingdom Diversity Initiative at Southeastern Seminary. Mm -hmm. And... My my encouragement would be not just you just go and, and read it, but if you know of someone who kind of has a heart for mission, like really press them to to get mm-hmm. connected with this or mm-hmm. something like this. Right. Um, if you know a church a pastor who would um who who kind of needs to be pressed on this, like how to, how to fight for diversity on the mission field, like gear him towards this. There, there's a way not not just for students, but for pastors to get connected to this and and kind of foster that that spirit of uh, mission in mm. their people. So good, good. Let's do that. All right, that's good. So that leads us to our crazy question uh, for today. We we're talked a lot about missions and kind of places to go, places to explore. And so our crazy question for today, it's not super crazy in that sense, but it is fun to fun to kind of hear. So, Kenny, where would you, if you could go anywhere in the world to be a missionary, where would you want to go and serve? Where would I want to go and serve? Yes. It, I mean, for me, it would definitely be somewhere in Africa. Okay. But where, where I would want to go serve, I believe, would be Ethiopia. Okay. Because Ethiopia has this distinction of being a place where the, the gospel came mm-hmm. without coloniz- colonization. Okay, right. Like the, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, we, the Ethiopian eunuch, right? Yeah, we we get that story there. in yeah. Acts. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ethiopia was established as a, as a Christian nation. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they actually said we're, we're a Christian nation. Like, right. Well before Africa was yeah. was colonized, so just to be able to to be there and to to kind of soak in that history mm-hmm. and still work on work on you know sharing the gospel with people, I think right. that would be great. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What about you, brother? Well, I think uh, I just have to admit something, right? I'm really uh, intimidated by the idea of having to learn another language. Yes. Like that would be, that's like. <laughs> you like, got Google Translate, no, which like, doesn't Lord, work very well. I know. Most see, of the time. You see what I'm saying? It's like I'm leading somebody. I think I'm leading somebody to the Lord. <laughs> I'm leading them in heresy because Google right. Translate's getting it wrong. Yes. Um. So, like, I think it, that kind of limits me to, I mean, if it, if they're not English speaking, it's going to be very difficult. Right, right. Right. And uh, uh, I I think, I mean, I would, obviously, there's some European countries that would be fun that, that speak English and you could do that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, recently we got, I got a chance a few years ago to go to Canada. Yes. And I think Canada is just extremely unique um, in, in kind of the, the cultural issues that are there. And, um, I mean, it, it's, it's. I, I I'll tell you say this. Before I went, I thought it was a whole lot like America. Yes. But I realized after I went, I was like, not as much as maybe I thought. Right. <laughs> right. There's there's just a lot of differences. A lot of differences within even like Christianity in in Canada and the church in Canada, and just a great need for kind of conservative, faithful, Bible believing, Bible Jesus loving. You know. Yes. Um, and so, man, I was just kind of burdened for that, and and burdened uh, many of the. The large cities don't just don't have a lot of access to the gospel, you know, right. a lot of access to good, faithful preaching and teaching. And so uh, and I think the Canadian Alps or well, not Canadian Alps, the Canadian Rockies. I want to call them the Canadian Alps because they, they're close. But right. the Canadian Rockies is one of the most beautiful places I've been to on planet yes. Earth. And so, you know, you need a break. Just drive a couple hours out and see some beautiful stuff. Right. And then drive back to surf. But um but yeah, I, I think uh, I, th- I think there's good. I mean, I just think there's need there, and um, it's interesting too. I mean, one of the things we learned even in the um, in Edmonton, we were in Edmonton for a while, and uh, many of the nations are gathering in Edmonton, and I, I think that's right. true. Kind of along a, a lot of kind of um, missions teams are realizing the nations are coming to the cities, right? You know, and so you can go and kind of work in a city. And be able to reach many different nations because of how they're this kind of this influx of people there. And so, yes, I think that's cool. I like that. So that's good, man. I don't have to learn another language. Right. That's helpful. So you want to learn French to. Well, there is that. That is true. Yes. I would I would slowly (laughs) try to work on my French. So I was trying to even think of like a French word and I was like croissant you know like yeah. is that a French <laughs> word? sure you say that wrong i don't think it's right <laughs> right yeah. so anyway well hey thanks so much uh for listening to us uh this week we we appreciate you guys and uh, we will catch up with you next week god bless you thanks so much for listening to the diversity and fellowship podcast if you want to join the discussion please send us your questions and your comments to diversity and fellowship at gmail.com that's diversity and fellowship at gmail.com We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.